It's called You Lift Me Up. Literally. Oh, yes. New music from the Elevates. Mindy? <gasps> Mindy, you're driving. <gasps> sorry, sorry. Oh, man. Oh, this blackout sunglasses mixed with your elevator music just really lulled me to sleep. Oh. Getting a report that says traffic is backed up on Highway 1000. Get out of the way! Oh boy, you know what that means. Peanut butter and traffic jam sandwich giveaway! That's right! The tenth person to call the studio and say, I'm stuck in a traffic jam and I'm hungry! We'll get a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Yeah, and now we go live to a traffic update from our Snoop in the Sky, Dennis. Dennis? Hi, it's me, coming to you live from the traffic copter. And I've got to say, the traffic up here looks fantastic. Completely clear skies, nothing in our way. Dennis, no, man. You're supposed to tell us what the traffic looks like on the highways, not in the sky. Oh, 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 oh. Well, in that case, it's awful. Cars everywhere. People are honking and yelling. Oh, yeah, sounds like it. Ooh, there's one car that looks to be the cause of all the traffic. It's heading north towards the junkyard. Oh, something just broke off of it. What? Oh, man, there goes my door. Uh... Oh, what was that? There goes the engine. Well, lucky for you, Mindy, it looks like we made it to the junkyard just in time. Woohoo! Wait. Were we coming here to drop off your car before it completely fell apart? Are you calling my new vehicle a piece of junk, Tyros? Well, several pieces of junk, actually. Where did you even find this thing? I made it. You made it? Yeah, with my 3D printer. You see, I had been on the hunt for a new ride that had the comfort of a school bus mixed with the style of a minivan and the speed of a rider lawnmower. Huh, and you couldn't find anything already built that met that criteria? Nope, so I had to print my own. Look, it even has a waffle maker in the glove compartment. Well, despite the fact that it falls apart every time you touch it, I'd say you, um, tried your best? Yeah, well, hey, at least the radio still works. Look, it's a real rat race out there today. Who do you think would win a rat race? Master Splinter or Pizza Rat? Yeah, definitely Pizza Rat. That rat knows how to use public transportation. Actually, dude, get a load of this. Have you heard that scientists have taught lab rats how to drive? Ha, oh, what kind of cars do they drive? Mercedes Benz? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> oh, those guys kill me. Wait, 
Do you think that's true, Mindy? What? That rats can now drive cars? For science? Oh, yeah. In fact, I was just reading about this. So these researchers from the University of Richmond in Virginia built these little teeny tiny cars out of clear plastic containers, gave them to a mischief of rats, and taught them how to drive. Wait, did you say, um mischief of rats? Oh, yeah. A mischief is what you call a group of rats. Or maybe a group of mischievous Mindy's. Anywho, this is actually the reason I drove you to the junkyard today. So we're not here to drop off your homemade car? No way! We're gonna drag this baby back to the laboratory of bad ideas so I can reprint all the parts that fell off. Oh. But now that I've found my calling in life... Which is... Building cars! Oh, right. I'm going to build a bunch of tiny race cars for rats and turn my basement into the Mindy 500. You mean the Indy 500 Motor Speedway? No. Uh, How did I let you drag me into this? I didn't drag you, Guy Raz. I drove you. Remember? The engine fell out. Uh, Okay, let's get this over with. What are we looking for here? Okay, let me just check my list here. Uh, First thing we'll need is three tons of aluminum. Uh... I feel like maybe you're going a little overboard on the aluminum. Oh, Guy Raz, when have you ever known me to go overboard on anything? Well, where do I begin? Uh, Don't answer that. Next, we'll need 400 pounds of copper. Ooh, how about those copper pipes over there? Oh, perfect. Where should I dump these copper pipes, Mindy? Uh, in the trunk. Are we seriously going to drive this car back to your gingerbread house? Uh, gingerbread mansion. All right. Next, we'll need 672 bowls of fruit hoops. Can't we just pick them off the walls of your gingerbread mansion? Well, I guess it is kind of due for a renovation. You know what? Yes, we can pick the fruit hoops off the indoor kitchen gazebo. Okay, anything else on your list? Uh, oh, 33 garbage patch doll toy cars. Ah, you know, I remember the year I got a Garbage Patch doll for my birthday. I was five years old, and she came with a little tiny pantsuit just like mine, identical right down to the elbow patches and sensible shoes. (laughs) Let's play with care and restraint. (sighs) Oh, come on, we've got a list to check off here. Right, right, 33 Garbage Patch doll cars, uh... I could only find 24. Eh, that'll do. And let's see here. The final item on my list is 33 rats. Oh, no. I am not going on a hunt to find a whole mischief of rats. Aw, I never ask you to do that, Guy Rozzy. Phew. Thanks, Mindy, because I thought... Because the rats are going to find you. What? Ah, Mindy, I... I th- Uh, Mindy, there's one climbing into the driver's seat. There's a rat behind the steering wheel, Mindy. 
Ah, don't worry, Guy Raz. The engine fell out, remember? Oh, how, uh, then how are we going to get back to your gingerbread house? Ahem, <clears throat> mansion? Mindy, you have a broken car with no engine. And a working radio. Coming up next, we prank call a fax machine. Uh, hello? Yeah, it's 1994 calling. Anywho, it's going to take me at least a day to put a new engine in this baby, so I just texted my sleigh cats. They should be here to pick us up right about now. Debbie, Donna, Pam, Miss Dixon, Carol, Cheryl, Janice, and Steve. Sleigh cats and rats? Guy Raz, help me dump all this junk in the trunk. Three tons of aluminum. Four hundred pounds of copper pipes. Twenty-four garbage patch doll toy cars. And a mischief of thirty-three rats. Get, get in there! Get in there! Guy Raz, you ready to kick it? You know what? It's a little crowded in there. Maybe I'll just call an Uber to come pick me up. An Uber? Reggie! Last one to the gingerbread mansion is a pigeon egg. Slay cats, you know what to do. Now Debbie, now Donna, now Pam and Miss Dixon, Aunt Carol, Aunt Cheryl, Aunt Janice, and Steve. Oh, okay, Reggie. Uh, well, I've never flown you without Mindy. Uh, I guess, um, uh, here I go? Mindy, what took you guys so long? Reggie and I landed about 30 minutes ago. I even had time to pick all the fruit hoops off the gazebo in your gingerbread house. Mansion! You do realize your sleigh cats pulled your car right through your front door, and now it's broken into a million tiny crumbs. I know. I trained them to do that. Now, who's ready for the Mindy 500? Uh, what do you want me to do with these fruit hoops? Oh, just bring them down to the basement. We'll need them soon enough. Follow me, everyone. What about the sleigh cats? Oh, I'm paying Dennis to walk them. Okay, come on, kitty cats. Debbie, Donna, Pam, Carol, Cheryl. Ah, Steve. Ow. I was getting to you. Thanks, Dennis. See you in three hours. Come on, Guy Raz. Let's get downstairs. Walk, 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 walk. Ladies and gentlemen, rats and one pigeon. Behold. The Mindy 500! Whoa! Mindy, this is an exact replica of the Indy 500 Motor Speedway. Just look at this racetrack. Incredible! Yeah, I 3D printed the entire brickyard track. And once we build these tiny rat cars, we can turn the greatest spectacle in racing into the greatest spectacle in science. Speaking of science, you mentioned earlier that researchers at the University of Richmond trained lab rats to drive? Yeah, and I was so inspired by their research that I decided to try out their experiment on my own. 
Mindy style. Of course you did. Okay, so first things first, we need to build 33 tiny cars just like the researchers did. Okay. Only they built them out of plastic containers, and we're building them out of parts from garbage patch doll cars. And what about the three tons of aluminum foil that you had me drag through a junkyard? Oh, yeah. Just like the researchers did, I'm using the aluminum foil to build the floors of the cars. And the 400 pounds of copper pipes? So you're just going to chop them up and then twist them into tiny steering wheels, okay? You want me to bend copper pipes into tiny steering wheels for rat cars? Just do your best, Guy Raz. Okay. And while you handle that, I'll be stripping these garbage patch doll cars for parts and building the bodies of the Ratmobiles. Okay, that should about do it. 33 tiny copper steering wheels. And 33 tiny Ratmobiles to put them in. Oh, wow, Mindy. Okay, now it's almost time for the rat race to begin. Guy Raz, will you call the rats over here and tell them to strap into their seatbelts? Oh, uh, sure. Um, hey, you rats, um, we built you tiny rat mobiles and, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, before we get started, allow me to explain how these rat mobiles work. In order for these cars to move, they need electricity. Got it. So I replicated or copied the way these scientists at the University of Richmond built their rat cars. Okay, but how does the electricity part work? Well, the car has a battery that is connected to the floor of the car, which is made out of aluminum. Wait a minute. I think I'm starting to figure this out. When the rat stands on the aluminum floor, a small amount of electricity starts to travel up its body. Yeah, you're on the right track. And so the rat is sort of acting like an electrical wire when it touches the copper steering wheel. Exactoritos, Guy Raz. Once the rat touches the steering wheel, it will allow the electricity to travel from the battery through the rat's body to the copper steering wheel, which will... Which will make the car move. You know it. And as their Ratmobiles move forward down the racetrack, they'll be able to steer them in different directions. Wow, I knew that rats were smart. I mean, they're famous for finding their way out of mazes, but driving their own cars? I have to admit, I never saw that one coming. Or that one. Ah! Oh, rats! Uh, uh, hit the brakes! Hit the brakes! Back to the starting line for you, buddy. That rat almost ran me over, Mindy. Now, rats, listen up. To compete in this rat race, you must complete four laps around the track. First rat to cross the finish line will get to dive into a pool of all-you-can-eat fruit hoops. You know, Mindy, fruit hoops do contain a lot of sugar. Guy Raz, fruit hoops are exactly what those researchers used to entice the rats in their experiment. The sugar is for science, Guy Raz. Now, on your mark, get set. Whoa, look at them go, Mindy. And hey, look, there are other rats cheering them on from the stands. 
Are they wearing little foam cheering paws? Yeah! Yeah, go red! Oh, I'm, so I'm so excited, Livia! I can't believe your plan actually worked! Yeah! Did you say Danica Rattrick? Gyros, tell our champion what she's won. Well, Danica Rattrick, you have won yourself an all-you-can-eat deep dive into a pool of fruit hoops. Ms. Rattrick, any words for your adoring fans? Uh... <clears throat> Danica Rattrick would like to thank her fans for cheering her on today. She also says that before the race began, she was feeling stressed and anxious. But that all melted away the second she started driving. Congratulations, Danica Ratrick. Now go get those hoops. Wait a minute. Is this what the researchers noticed about the lab rats as well? That they become more chilled out and relaxed behind the wheel? Actually, yes. What they discovered was that when they compared the driving rats with the non-driving rats, the driving rats had higher levels of a stress-busting hormone known as DHEA. And by hormone, you mean a chemical substance made in one part of the body that acts like a messenger to other areas in the body. Exactoritos, Guy Raz. That DHEA hormone was telling the brain that everything was cool as a cucumber. So how were they able to find this out? Well, they studied the rats, you know. Oh, yeah, what? You know, they're... They're what, Mindy? (sighs) They're poop, Guy Raz. They studied the rats' poop. They examined the rats' poop? Anything for science. I'll say, but I have to wonder, Mindy, what are these researchers hoping to do with this new discovery? I mean, are we going to start seeing rat car dealerships popping up on every corner? Because there are a lot of rats out there, and getting them all driver's licenses could take years, actually centuries, and... No, 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 Guy Raz. It would be impossible to give every single rat on planet Earth its own car. So then what? Pack them onto buses? Let them take turns driving? No, Guy Raz. These researchers are hoping to use what they learn from the rats to help us humans. Go on. Okay, so hear me out for a second. See, rat brains and human brains aren't really all that different. I mean, we both have a lot of the same areas and some of the same chemicals in the same places, but of course our brains are much, much bigger. So rat brains can serve as pretty good models of the human brain? Well, yeah. I mean, they're at least a good starting point for researchers. And by discovering that rats could not only learn to do something as complex 
complex as drive a car, but that driving the car actually helped the rat to feel less stressed and more chill, then maybe... Then maybe learning and doing something new could do the same for us humans. You know it. Next, these researchers are planning to study how in the world these rats are even able to learn how to drive and why in the world it lowers their stress levels. And the answers could lead to a new scientific discovery that might help to keep us humans mentally healthy in stressful times. <gasps> Guy Raz, do you think they're going to have to search for that stress-busting DHE hormone in human poop? Because I just... Nope. Stop right there. It's Bongo in the Big Toot on KWOW The No. Did you install radios in the Ratmobiles? Whoa! Big day at the Mindy 500 Motor Speedway. We got rats driving cars. Look out! Yeah, that's right. We now go live to race day down in the basement of Mindy's Gingerbread Mansion. Dennis, what can you tell us? Dennis? Hi, it's me, Dennis, here at the Literal Rat Race. I've been granted an exclusive interview with the winner, Miss Ratrick. Ah, Steve! No! Get out! Ow! Steve! I walked you for two hours! Whoa, well, it looks like we lost our connection. Coming up next on Bongo in the Big Two, music from the Rat Pack, Modest Mouse and Rat Dog on KWOW The News. Wow in the World will be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from Capital One. With the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card, you can earn 5% back at Walmart online, 2% at Walmart in-store, restaurants and travel, and 1% everywhere else. When you want all that, you need the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One N.A. Support also comes from Random House Children's Books and Listening Library, publishers of the deluxe holiday edition of Christmas in Camelot. For more than 25 years, Mary Pope Osborne has inspired young readers to experience the wonders of the world through her best-selling Magic Treehouse series. This brand new edition brings story time to life with full-color illustrations that reimagine Jack and Annie's holiday adventure. Pick up your copy or download the audiobook today. Visit magictreehouse.com to learn more. When it's too cold to go out or too icy to make it out of the driveway, where do you go to find just the right movie, just the right book, just the right show to binge? Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR can help you keep warm and keep up at the same time. Join us twice a week on Pop Culture Happy Hour. That's it. Back to the show. to record. Hi, Minnie and Guy Raz. My name is Caleb, and I live in Toms River, New Jersey. My wow in the world is um, black holes eat galaxies. That's so cool. Bye, Mindy and Guy Raz. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Zaya, and I live in Coma Park, Maryland. My wow in the world is that... The temperature in outer space is negative 270.42 degrees Celsius and negative 454.75 degrees Fahrenheit. Say hi to 
Reggie, <laughs> Grandma G-Force, oh. and Dennis for me. Ahoy there! Bye, love your show. Hey, Mindy and Guy Laws. My name is Elliot from New York City, and my in the, wow in the world is that some people can hear their eyeballs moving. That's crazy. Goodbye. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy Laws. My name is Sina. I live in San Francisco, California. My wow in the world is that a hummingbird can flap its wings 80 times in one second. Say hi to Dennis and Reggie for me. (laughs) Bye. I love your show. Hi, my name is Quindy. I live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And my wow in the world is out of Pluto's 248-year orbit, 20 of those years are spent closer to the sun than Neptune. I'm Indian Guy Raz. I'm Tavir. And I'm Mira. We live in Stillwater, Minnesota. Our wow in the world is that penguins poop so much that it can be seen from outer space. Bye-bye. Say hi to Reggie for us. <laughs> hi. Hi, Reggie. <laughs> Love your show. Love your show. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy Ross. My name is Matias, and I'm from the Dominican Republic, and polar bears are the biggest carnivores on land because grizzly bears are omnivores. The end. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Hello. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Anna Zagorski, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more on their three-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing. Jinx! and sent to you by NPR. This week on Ask Me Another, singer Paula Cole surprises us with one of her lesser-known talents. Do you do any bird calls? Well... Perfect. (laughs) 
What is going on? <laughs> this and more on NPR's Ask Me Another. Listen now.